Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, are you feeling any better today? Much better. Much better, actually. Very happy that uh, Tua's, Tua's surgery was successful. It went well. The kid's fine. He's going to be fine. Let's see how long the rehab will take. Clearly, he's not going to be playing for Alabama this season. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out him playing Alabama next season. I mean, playing for Alabama next season. I don't, I don't rule that out. I'm not telling people that that's going to happen or it should happen or it will happen. Just, just don't rule it out. Uh, we want whatever's best for the kid, and uh, and we'll see, we'll see what happens from there. But we play another football game in five days against a team we should beat, and I'm excited to see Alabama win a football game five days from now. It would be nice. Yeah, we're our many days. It doesn't matter. People don't know when we're recording this. We could tell them it's tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, we do play Western Carolina. And frankly, I'm, I'm going to speak many truths here that uh, oh, nice. I don't think anybody really wants us to uh, break down the catamounts. So we won't. The one thing I did think about, and I didn't look this up. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I believe Western Carolina was the first team Nick Saban ever played as Alabama's head coach, and Terry Grant went about 50-some-odd yards on the first carry, if memory serves. Yeah, for a touchdown. Didn't uh, Terry yeah. Grant score a touchdown on the first carry of the whole Saban era? Yep. yep. Yeah, I didn't remember the team, but but that, that may very well be right. Uh, I'm pretty sure that. that's right. Yep. Um, so to his surgery, that's what everybody was wondering about. I, I do happen to have a couple of connections in the – uh, Birmingham area medical community and they have they have you know obviously they don't give any detailed information but they just say hey yeah uh, things went pretty well you know they just hear things I mean just like a uh, very high dollar sewing circle you know what I mean they, they <laughs> exactly they, words, sure, that's exactly what it's like uh, exactly but, uh, what it's like I better I better spice that up it's it's a high dollar very smart sewing circle because one thing I don't want is doctors who don't like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, this, uh, Mr. Robinson, this colonoscopy is going to hurt. Man. <laughs> um, We're going to use the drill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, our anesthesiologist couldn't make it in today. So yeah, here's a stick if you'd bite on it. Um so to a surgery went well, and that's that is something that's very positive. Everybody's been worried about it. Um and you know, all we can do now is sit back and wait. I mean, I've heard a million different other opinions on the radio today. I drove from Orlando, oh, excuse me, Birmingham to Orlando and from Orlando back to Birmingham in less than twenty-four hours. And so I've that is I've great, man. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of sports talk radio, and I mean I've heard it all, you know, heard it. Sabin's a nutcase for putting him out there and no, that's the exact right thing to do. And why uh, was he out there in the situation he was in and the two-minute drill? It makes no sense. But wait a minute. Um, Alabama's two-minute drills have been pretty awful this year for the most part. I mean, if you remember, the most infamous one has to be when we threw an interception to LSU right before the half. So <clears throat> I can certainly I can certainly see all the sides, but I think in the end – what should make everybody be really quiet about it is it wasn't that he hurt his ankle. Now, somebody might say, well, because his ankle was hurt, maybe he couldn't get away from the pressure. Tua Tua wouldn't get away from those two guys regardless. And as far as the 
Um, well, he's hurt, so he shouldn't be out there. Who in playing SEC football is not hurt right now? Everybody's hurt. So you just don't <laughs> put anybody out there? I mean, and if the, the logic is, hey, we don't want to put two out there because he'll get hurt when it's 35 to 7. So, hey, Mac Jones, um, we're kind of saying we don't give a shit about you. So if you don't mind going out there, and if you would just play behind our backup offensive line, because if you get hurt, nobody gives a damn. That's, that's not the message you want to send either. I mean, you're, you're walking a very fine line here. Yeah, anybody that says, okay, and, and again, not, not defending because I feel the same way to an extent. Let's remember this, this slippery slope, okay? Let's say you're like, okay, it's 35-7. Let's take out Tua because we don't want him to get hurt. Well, are you taking out all the starters because right. we don't want any of them to get hurt, right? Okay, well, if you're taking out two at 35-7, why not take him out at 21-7 or 21 nothing? What if we're up by 14? Do, do we really feel that bad about the defense that we're worried we can't hold a 14-point lead against Mississippi State? So my question or my point is this. If your whole concern is when do we take the starting quarterback out because we don't want him to get hurt, then why are we playing him at all? in a game that you expect to win, even with the backup quarterback. For instance, no, let's true. say two, let's say Tua had never been hurt. Let's say he's at a hundred percent health is leading the Heisman race. And we're going into week 11. We can beat Western Carolina with Paul Tyson, at quarterback. Why would we play two at all? If your yeah. point is let's never risk injury to the starter and play him unnecessarily. Well, I mean, I guess you could, for that reason, we should never, ever play Tua uh, unless it's a big game. Or we yeah. could just, we could have just recruited him, brought him here, and then laminated him and put him outside the stadium <laughs> to intimidate our opponents. Never played him and just made sure that he was there, though, to strike fear in the hearts of our enemies. <laughs> That's right. We're making fun, but but that is the point, right? I mean, if, if the whole thing is, okay, we only want to risk the quarterback when we have to, well, when the hell is that? When you play the schedule that Alabama plays where some weeks we know we're going to beat the crap out of teams with a walk-off. We could, we could use Paul Tyson. We could use Talia. Yeah. I mean, we, to beat Western Carolina, to beat Arkansas. We don't need Tua for that. But so, look, this is what you have to do. Nick is 100% right about this. You cannot coach this game because you're afraid your players will get hurt. Because if, if you are, then where does that end? Why play any of the starters against Duke in the opener? So you just play the game. You put your best players on the field, and, and, and if they get hurt, they get hurt. Now, uh, now, here's what's interesting to me. We do seem to have a lot of injuries, not this year in particular, just all the recent years. It does seem to be adding up. It's very hard to explain. But here's the thing. To all the people that wonder, what are we doing wrong that's causing all these injuries? I'm sure Nick would appreciate it if you would send that information to Tuscaloosa. They would like oh, yeah. to know. We have numbers crunchers. We have doctors. We have trainers. Their entire job is to keep the players healthy and produce data for Nick, for, for Nick and for everybody to go over. They have more information than you can even imagine. And if there was something 
that they were doing, which was leading to all this, they would do something different. I, I know it's hard for people to accept that sometimes there's good luck and sometimes there's bad luck, but the football is oblong. Sometimes you get a good bounce. Sometimes you get a bad bounce. And that explains this really weird in situation. We've gotten some bad bounces and that's what's happening. If, if there was a scientific physics or med- medical explanation to any of this, Nick would already be at the bottom of it because they leave no stone unturned up there. That is very true. And anybody who's ever been up there and, and like had a tour of the facilities or anything, you'd know. Arkansas's problem is they have not used a quarterback. That's been their problem. They have <laughs> simply snapped it back there and let the rough end drag. See what happens. <laughs> I, do have so a, four, I do have a question. So four that, out yeah. of 14. That's four to 14. That's, that's an incredible low percentage Four teams, and now to prove what a big deal it is to keep your quarterback healthy, look at the one loss record, Burrow, Mond, Fromm, and Knicks. We haven't named a crappy team yet. That's because all those teams are winning games, maybe because they're one of the few that's kept their quarterback healthy, and it's hard to do. Otherwise, there would be more than four out of 14. I do have a question, and you can determine if it relates to whatever the hell we've been talking about. Did Gus Malzahn pick his nose and then eat it in the Georgia game? Because I saw video evidence that leads me to believe he did just that. You know, I, I, I think, I mean, I don't have a strong opinion on this. I, 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 would, just, I would just say that, that that issue is about winning and losing. And if Nick Saban had done such a thing, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I would put his statue that's in front of the stadium in that pose. You know, if he's winning the games, I don't care. But if it's the other team and your rival or it's your own coach and you're losing and you want him fired, then let's harp on this all day and all night. (laughs) But, hey, hey, if you're Nick, you're Dabo, you know, you're Ed Orgeron, just start shoveling it in there. You're good, man. Hey, man, Ed Orgeron can pick anything he wants to and then eat it and or smell it. Yeah, because the LSU fans are all about Eddie, Eddie O right now. So there's nothing he can do wrong. Meanwhile, you're right. I don't know if – look, if I were Melzon, I would deny it till the day was done. But <laughs> it sure looks like he picked it and then snuck it in his mouth, like under the guise of, oh, I'm going to pick my nose. Oh, and I forgot to pick my nose, but I'm going to bite my fingernail anyway. That's what it looked like he did, like and like we wouldn't notice. But we there's a hundred two thousand. There's a hundred thousand people there, and the TV cameras. But it just goes to show. Hey, here's the. It goes to show when they're that focused, when you are that focused on what you're doing, that you forget there's a hundred thousand people around you and a million people on TV. Man, that's some focus. I, I, see, I'm on the other side of this. I'm like, wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, it, I think, though, if I were an Auburn fan, I mean, you, I would call him focused if Auburn were winning all these games. When you don't score at your own house and it's 21 to nothing going into the fourth, I'm like, quit picking boogers and start calling an RPO, <laughs> would you? And let's let's get to some Auburn analysis right now because I know our fans care a whole lot more about that game than Western Carolina. 
Oh, what a catch in the Chargers game, which should show you. Uh, uh, I swear, yeah, I'm just thinking the great. same thing. I'm watching. <laughs> great back shoulder throw there, which should show you when we're recording this podcast. But uh, look, uh, everybody's. Here's my thing about Auburn. Two two things about how bad slash decent this Auburn offense is. They ran 84 plays against Georgia. 84. Remember we we gave up 99 plays to Clemson in the national championship or some yeah. number? 84 plays against Georgia. It resulted in 14 points. You tell me 84 times they snap a ball and they don't they only get free to the end zone twice. That's pathetic. It's awful. Even though Georgia's defense is pretty good. That's pathetic. On the no, other hand, bad. they obviously possessed the ball to get to 84 snaps. That's pretty, like, how did you keep the ball for that many snaps, yet you don't score? Now, again, Georgia's defense is better than ours. Better than ours. I'll be the first to tell anybody, Georgia can D up. Now, they're, they're one of the better defenses in the league. They've been better than Alabama all season long, and I don't think we should expect Alabama's defense to play better than Georgia's did. But it was the last look at the Auburn offense against a good competition because this weekend against Sanford won't count. And Auburn over, again, 84 snaps and 14 points. So I'm going into the Auburn game, Luke. I'm going into the Auburn game thinking 21, 22, maybe 24 should, and I'm using that word should, should be a ceiling. If we give up more than 24, we just sucked ass and deserve to lose against that no, offense. No, I'm, I'm with not, you on that. We should not give up more than 24. Now, the question is, to win the game, because we all want to win the game, can a Mac Jones-led Alabama offense score 24 on the road at Auburn against what is clearly an elite group? Can we score 24? But I think the answer to that is yes. That's me. I think it's yes. But if I'm right, dude, I think this game is going to be roughly 24-21 for Auburn or for Alabama. That, that's the way I see that game. 24-21, who wins? I, I don't know, but I give Alabama a really good shot. Well, Jimmy, if you are going to stay home, for this sphincter tightening iron bowl, which will be coming up in about two weeks. And you do want to have some food and, and watch Alabama hopefully win, then you should treat yourself until you have your favorite restaurant with DoorDash. Right now, our little $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code locked on. Listening on the go, you can visit DoorDash right now. You can find this offer and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com backslash offers. That's DoorDash, people. They'll dash right to your door. I am intrigued. I made that tagline up. Do you think it's sponsor? I I think it's fantastic, and I'm intrigued to sell it. What do these people do? So you have an app, and you order food, and someone brings it to you? This is what happens? Yes. Yes. I mean, for those who don't know, Jim, I don't think Jimmy's like playing a character right now. I think he genuinely doesn't know that apps exist that where First, you can order food. Jimmy's someone's going to have to explain to me what an app is. And then someone's going to have to explain to me how this works. 
because I am all about sitting my lazy ass in my house watching football. (laughs) And then all of a sudden there is someone at my door bringing me food. I am (laughs) all about that. I mean, I think Jimmy is still pissed off that the Domino's guy can take longer than 30 minutes now. You're the law talking guy. Wasn't that thing, but didn't they have to quit doing the 30 minutes because there were so many wrecks and, and like there were a lot of issues with that. It is sort of dumb. As a plaintiff's lawyer, I can tell you right away that, uh, that that's a plaintiff's lawyer's dream. Order yeah, something not- from us, and we will be there in 17 minutes. Hell or high water, we're coming. <laughs> and I'm like, man. It was, I mean, do you think it is, it is almost like their legal team, they, they their promo team didn't, the, the legal team had <laughs> didn't the weekend consult with all, the lawyers. Yeah. And the promo team was like, hey, look, guys, I feel, I know Phil. And Phil's going to okay this. So let's just go ahead and do it, okay? Phil's hey, lawyers need it. work. Sometimes yeah. lawyers are like, okay, because you need some work. You need something to do, right? You need some yeah. work. You need like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. Because well, I can tell you who's not uh, who's not going to be taking any law classes in Alabama, and that's Scooby Carter because oh, he has entered the transfer portal. Yeah, is this like a – I mean, this is a cra- – just to show how – out of touch I can be, but in touch I can be. Boy, that sounds terrible. Uh, is that's public? I was told. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. I was told. How do you I were told this? in confidence. I was told privately that that had happened, but I have not been in public places, so well, I, <laughs> I did not know that that was out to the public. So when you said that, I'm like, you said that, I'm like, holy shit, Luke, don't. I Luke's told you that. I didn't mean to That's tell so everybody. Funny. That's so funny. You tw- uh, you, tw- you did text it to me. I texted it to and, you. And a couple yeah. other folks. But, yeah. but it's funny because I saw it on Babble Online before I got your text because I hadn't looked at uh, my phone. See, I didn't. And then I- and I was like, oh, okay, well, Jimmy read B-O-L, and he sent this to us. Um, and that's cool. Well, I appreciate see what happens. We, we all have, we have inside sources, right? So when the inside source <laughs> texts me, when the inside source texts me, I assume this is on the inside, you know. And so I tell you, my, my little inside circle, you know, like, <laughs> hey, this is happening. But I have been so busy because of, 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 of the demands Domino's of a normal cases. life. Domino's <laughs> yeah. cases. Yeah, the demands of a normal life have made me so busy. I have not looked at anything public in several hours. So when you just said that Scooby's out, my, very, my visceral <laughs> reaction was, holy shit, don't tell everybody. Luke, edit this out immediately. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so oh, Scooby's God, in the portal, and everybody knows. Yes. Every, everybody knows yeah. Scooby's in the portal. Okay. Well, every, well, and, every, and he was suspended for this last game. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a blow, but it's not a blow. It's not a blow because this is a kid that hasn't really played at Alabama. He's been on special teams here and there, and, and, and he hasn't really been a contributor, and he was obviously suspended for not going to class. Nick Saban made that public last week. And so it's not a blow because he wasn't contributing. But this is why it's a blow. They, I, I do know they were pretty high on him as a player. And with Alabama losing um, Shaw Carter, uh, losing Trayvon Diggs at corner, uh, Alabama needed two corners. Sertan's coming back, but they need two corners, one to be a corner and one to play star. And Scooby, uh, I would say, was one of the lead candidates. I mean, one of the lead guys to be a starter in 2020. So in that sense... This is a blow, and I doubt this is something something the staff wanted to see. Yeah, I, and I agree. I I hear what you're saying. I'm always of the opinion that um, if if he was going to leave, 
now, like with two literally two games left in the regular season, then I don't know that I want to depend on him in the fourth quarter of the SEC championship game next year or something. You know, I mean, I just it just things like this just bother me. I mean, look, if he had said, you know, if the rumor had gotten out, I'm thinking about transferring and somebody could have gotten a hold of him and said, look, man, just just stick it out one more year. and You're going to you're going to be a starter next year and, and shit will get better. This is this is how it works at Bama. Well, he, he you know, it, it sure reeks of his getting pissed about the suspension. That's what it smells like. I'm not saying that's what it is. The appearance is he's pissed about the suspension and the suspension apparently revolved around his not going to class. And now he's transferring and this all happens in the span of about three days. And if you're, if you're going to tell me that Scooby, well, he, he had planned on announcing Monday after the Mississippi state game, regardless, he was transferring. Then Okay. I don't, I don't buy that, but okay. I just feel like this reeks of his getting pissed about the suspension and, and not really putting a lot of thought into this move. Do you think uh, maybe, again, mindless speculation, I know nothing, mindless speculation, but uh, was he maybe embarrassed because he got kind of called out on this? I you know, I think that could have something to do with it. Again, he's he's a young kid. I would be embarrassed. I mean, don't get me wrong. And it, 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 all of us who are older will say, well, don't do something you won't be embarrassed about. Well, when we were 17, 18 years old, we, I embarrass myself every day now at 47. And well, at, this at whole 18, podcast is embarrassing. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy doesn't know what apps are. He's thinking he's giving secret information. That's literally on, on the on phone books, on the front page of phone books. This whole thing's been a disgrace. <laughs> I, I think it would be kind of funny if, like, you had a source or somebody you thought was a source – and all he did was, as soon as BOL broke something, he knows you he don't check the internet with. <laughs> he just called you and said, "You ain't gonna believe this shit." <laughs> and you were like, "And you're like, keep it down home, cause." But yeah, guy sends me um, someday. Don't tell anyone, but Tua hurt his hip. Uh, they they don't think it's his ankle again. They think it's his hip. And I, I've heard he's flying to Boston or something like that. But it's it's something that ends in a ton, Washington or um. All right, yeah, I got so a few. I got a few, I got a few stories. We're not in the breaking news department because that's not no. what we do. We're, we're opinion. We're a, we're opinion shapers. That's what we are. We're opinion shapers. We're not breaking news guys. But yeah, we got uh, me and you both. We 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 know people who know people. And that's those are the kind of people to know. I don't really want to know the people that know the people because right. then I can get in trouble if I do say too much one day. But if I just know someone who knows someone else who knows someone then I got enough separation where I'm like, Hey man, I could have heard this anywhere. I'm like that, that well, Elaine Bennis's boss. These ideas are just in the air, Elaine. They're just in the air. <laughs> you remember I talked to a media, I talked to an Alabama media guy. Everybody would know who his name is. <laughs> I talked to an Alabama media guy once. Who's not, he's not one of the beat writers, but he's one of the Alabama media guys. And I asked him about, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I asked him about his relationship with Nick Saban, but I said something about, you know what Nick thinks about this? And this guy was like, holy crap. Uh, I, I I hope he doesn't know, even know my name. I mean, he, he was like. <laughs> so, but uh, dad was with another friend of his. He's a lawyer, by the way. Both of them been out drinking. And, uh, a cop pulls him over and the lawyer was driving and the lawyer, and the lawyer said, just let me go talk to him. So he goes back there and talks to the cop and he starts walking back to the car. And dad gets out and says, uh, you know, and my, his friend gives him the thumbs up like I didn't get a ticket. And dad looked at the cop and said, you're not going to give this drunk son of a bitch a ticket. I don't, he said, I don't, I don't trust your judgment. 
I mean, it's funny. So, but the, again, that was very seventies too. Like, you know, in the seventies, you used to be able to get out of the car and go like trying to negotiate with the cops. If you open your car door now, you, you better, you better duck. You better be wearing a bulletproof vest. <laughs> and, and I don't I watch, blame them. I mean, it's a whole political issue. I guess we couldn't get into, but, but when I watch cops or what's that live PD show, Oh, yeah, there's one in Montgomery, yeah. I would be the worst cop ever. I mean, I would be the worst. And there's not a racist bone in my body. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm as liberal as it gets when it comes to those issues. But I would be the worst cop ever because I watch those shows when it's live, and I'm like, shoot him. You got to shoot that guy. Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> I am like that. But but you're like he's just jaywalking, Jimmy. I mean, you, you let the guy <laughs> no, get what I mean, the street. What I mean is th- w- those cops, they're they're in tremendous danger. All the they pull oh, over on the side crazy. of the road, they pull over somebody at night, and they're like walking up to the car and they, they give a command and the guy doesn't follow it. And I'm like, dude, start shooting. Shoot right now. <laughs> and I and I'm telling you, I'm I'm it is I'm really it is a scary profession. No, I'm Gosh, with you. I, I couldn't do I it. I couldn't do it. I, I'd, oh my I'd, I wouldn't make it a day. I would not make I would it a be day. fired or in prison in 24 hours. I just couldn't do it. I mean, pr- kudos to all the men in blue because I cannot do what you do. I watch that on TV and I'm like, dude, start shooting. There's no there's no way I'd make it because I'd probably take every bribe. Like <laughs> like I'd pull somebody over well, there and go, here's two hundred dollars to give it. I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's oh, just yeah. a given. Oh, you Those were, dudes you were, are making like 14 bucks an hour. I mean, yeah, cops pay ridiculously low considering considering the danger they're in. And, oh, yeah, the, the hey, I just caught you going 37 and a 35. Well, here's 100 bucks. <laughs> well, I didn't see that. The, that's, didn't this see is that. another story, and I, we barely got time for it, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Um, and I got a million of these, but, uh, my, when my dad was younger, he used to take, like, he used to get, do all this barbecue and take it to the local, uh, law enforcement. Cause dad was on the board of corrections. He was one of the first ones to help implement, uh, the work release program in Alabama. And so, I mean, he had, you know, he's, he still keep, you know, keeps in touch and does and whatever. Well, back, so back in the day, he knew how hard a job everybody had, all the cops had. So he would, um, take them all this barbecue at Christmas. Well, one day, uh, Christmas Eve, my mom's driving home and she's hurrying home because it's, it's 15 miles between her parents' house and her house and she forgot a present. So she's hurrying home to go get the present. She gets pulled over and she said, you know, she said, I just said, well, officer, I'm sorry. I didn't notice. And I'm so sorry. And Merry Christmas to you and yours and happy Hanukkah just in case. And, you know, I just hope you don't give me a ticket. And he goes, I'll be right back. He comes back. Of course, he gives her a ticket. And mom goes, huh, well, that's not very cheery of you. I hope you enjoyed your barbecue today. And the cop goes, ma'am, what are you talking about? She goes, my husband brings y'all barbecue every Christmas. You didn't get it. And he goes, ma'am, I've, I've worked a triple shift. I have not had any barbecue today. So my, 
So mom goes and gets the present, comes back into town and sees dad. And the first thing she says is she was so proud of herself, like for telling the cop off, you know, and she said, Ricky, you won't believe this. That cop pulled me over and I was, he was like, are you, were you speeding? She goes, oh yeah, I was probably doing 80 and 55, but that's not, <laughs> and she goes, but he pulled me over and I said, well, Merry Christmas. And I thought he wouldn't give me a ticket because I smiled and I did all this. And then I guess what I told him, I said, I hope you enjoyed your barbecue. And dad said, well, there goes that annual tradition that I wouldn't use to butter anybody up. I was just trying to be nice, but I could no longer do that anymore because people are going to think I'm kissing everybody's ass. So you ruined the barbecue for all the policemen in Ellis City. Good work. You know? I mean, it's just, it's, it's a lot funnier if you know one, but it's still a funny story. Um, all right. Well, so hey, we tomorrow, play Furman uh, tonight when people are, yeah, are I'm not sure people are listening to this tonight or on Tuesday, but uh, we play Furman. It's Furman hate week. I've been hating the hell out of, I've been hating the hell out of Furman over here at this house. There's been I hadn't like, no, I hadn't like Paladin since I played Dungeons and Dragons. So, I mean, well, what is a Paladin? Do we know what a Paladin is? I, it's kind of like a knight, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it? Because I think so. The way out, the Paladin sounds like a movie theater to me. Oh, it does sound like, like it's not be yours. Like, have you seen cooler. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh no, where did you see that? Down at the Paladin. <laughs> Down at the Mobile Paladin. <laughs> oh yeah, the F- Fairhope Paladin. Yeah. Well, Fairhope um, sounds better. Fairhope's a little. I mean, you know, Fair, Fairhope would little... have you know, Fairhope would have the the Paladin. <laughs> Mobile would have Mobile would uh, have the the, 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 the theater the Holiday with the, Inn. The Howard the Johnson with, with the E with the both E's not lit up. Um, <laughs> be down to Howard right. Johnson slash theater. <laughs> we promise tomorrow we'll talk more football regular stuff. But I mean, look, I, if Auburn. y'all want us, to, Auburn, if yeah, we'll man. talk Auburn. Yeah, if you want, if you're tuning into this to hear what we think about Western Carolina, then man, you get, you know, get, they're get, bad. Get a, get a life. They're, they're bad. <laughs> yeah, they really. They're bad for Western Carolina. No, no joke. I mean, they're, yeah. they're Western Carolina's never gonna be good, and in, in the SEC sense, but they're not good for them. So, yeah, I think we're gonna win. As far as directional Carolina teams go, this one's the worst. <laughs> so, all right, and roll tide, everybody. Roll tide. <laughs>